it's cut into six. Yeah, so it it's almost like awesome. a it's almost like a magazine layout, like mm-hmm. in your in your Instagram feed. But um, it's a, so it's on a single feed though, or is it like as you scroll through? No, it would be the whole picture would be there. Yeah, like a like a uh, two by three. So, so you, like, have, you have to click could, on the profile. You know, or but it have maybe to do be it by nine. Like yeah. so, it have to be like six posts or mm-hmm. yeah, it's six separate posts. Six separate posts. And I've even they, looked like on the dates and times to see are they like yeah doing it right after some right, are doing yeah. it right after right, another back to and back some and are waiting. Interesting. I yeah, well, yeah, that's fun. I don't know anything about this. So so anyway, we're uh, we're recording. Welcome to welcome to drug marketing. We um, did it. <laughs> we wanna we wanna just take a quick second to apologize. Um, I'm sure Chelsea does too, but we missed last week yeah. um, because we were both feeling a little bit under the weather. Um, but we're back. We're still a little bit sniffly. Um, Chelsea kind of caught the caught the brunt of it. I might be picking it up now, but I'm not. I'm not there yet, so so we're okay. <laughs> no, but I've been taking zinc and all of my that whatever that supplement that tastes like clove cigarettes is. Yeah, Andrographics. Shout out standard process. <laughs> <laughs> or Pow Chiropractic. Yeah, Pow Chiropractic. So um, so anyway, uh, we apologize for that, but we're back and uh, we're pretty excited about today's episode. You might be um, wondering who this third voice is that you're hearing. Um, this is our first in person. Um, interview. Um, this is a dear friend of of ours, of of Chelsea. She's on the board um, of Betterment with Chelsea. Um, so, without further ado, um, we'd like to welcome Amy Widesbrode to the podcast. So, thanks for being here, Amy. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> I won't try to make that weird like mouth. Did you yeah. did, did you know that's what I, I was trying to do? Oh, yeah. And oh, you yeah, heard it. Sure. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank but you. But I've known you for a decade. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So um, the reason we we wanted to invite Amy to the podcast today is because she's going through a pretty um, interesting experience right now of being an entrepreneur for the first time. Correct. Kind of. I own an business another business but okay. it's not that hard okay is this one <laughs> okay so she's she's starting up a new business so she's um, not busy enough already yeah. as a <laughs> mom and a full-time worker for a nonprofit, plus the director of a nonprofit at which she doesn't get paid to work for <laughs> right which i have to pop in because i do a correction from last week's episode where i Refer to Amy as relentless, and that was not the right word that I needed to use. I just, passionate may have been a better word. And I yeah. think that I, once I was able to actually articulate well. what I was meaning, I, but yes, relentless was not the best choice of words, but <laughs> she's very I just passionate. bat my eyes, and you they give me stuff. You work so hard. Yeah. You're, you're, a hard, hard you're a hard worker. You're persistent. So, yeah. So, it's. I mean, the fact that you're doing all these things that we've already mentioned, and plus now starting your own business, like, I'm just tired thinking about you. <laughs> People say that. Yeah. I'm tired, too. So, the... So... <laughs> So the business um, Amy's starting is called Tulu, correct? Right. Um, so Amy, can you tell us a little bit about you know what Tulu is, how you got the idea to start it, and you know just uh, give us the baseline of or of, yourself even. Yeah, you talk about just yourself talk about and, you. and uh, give us the baseline. All right. Well, I don't really like to talk about myself that much, but I will say I'm a proud mom of two, uh, philanthropist and kind-hearted wanting to do good for others all the time, and I am a foodie. I love to eat, and 
you know, I hear, hear you talking about eating all the time, Chelsea, on here, so. <laughs> One time on a podcast, we actually ate while podcasting. Did not come out Did well. Did not go well. At all. No. Yeah, so that's why there's no pretzels in Have here. not done that since. <laughs> well, we like these cauliflower pretzels today. We, we were going to talk about those. Yeah. We yeah. didn't, but they were good. They were good. So now, working on Tulu, which is kind of a dream and became more of a reality of how much of a dream it was when I told my best friend growing up that I was doing this, and mm-hmm. she said wow, you're finally going to get your cash register. Because we used to play store all the time. Oh, okay. I had this huge plank um, piece of wood, and we drew a cash register on it. (laughs) (laughs) And we would zoom teddy bears and whatever else we could and down the the aisle and purchase them. So pretty cool. But um, wanted to open a cafe about 10 years ago. Realized that wouldn't work um, really for what I wanted to do, um, sustainability and you know, food dying out and not being uh, shelf-stable. So I have been loving sterling silver jewelry forever. I used to go to a little town, hopefully some of you listeners know, in uh, outside of Xenia called Yellow Springs. I know Yellow Springs. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so a little hippie town where mm-hmm. I used to go to a jewelry store there and honestly spend at least an hour or so in... I hope to recreate what they have. Um, the amount of inventory they have is amazing, so I'm not there, obviously, yet. But it started with that. I have been talking about it for a while, mentioned it to a professor at Mount Union, and he said, why don't you just do it? So from June 2018 on, I'm just doing it. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I mean, I love the story of how when you were a little girl just playing with cash registers and now, yeah, that's that's so cool. Um, and following your dreams is obviously something that I really prescribe to. I've, I've always tell Chelsea or tell anybody, like, if you want to do something, like, you need to do it because if you don't do it, then you'll just regret it. And if you do it and it doesn't work out, fine, but at least you tried. At least you tried. Yeah, so I, I really love that, that story. And I guess that leads us to the next question of, I mean, you kind of already spoke to it, but how, you know, did you become inspired to start um, um, Tulu? Was it the Yellow Springs um, shop? Was it a combination of things? Yeah, it's, I mean, it is the shopping. There's one in Annapolis I go to, too, all the time, once a year. But it's more of, you know, our small town doesn't have that much unique shopping. Mm-hmm. I am not a mall shopper. I'm not um, that good at online, really, because I'm super busy. And I just want to go look, feel, and touch you know I think jewelry is such a personal thing like it's hard to get go online and I I mean I think Christmas was a perfect example of I saw these earrings that I wanted which they were Harry Potter Deathly Hallows earrings (laughs) I know but I loved them and like I saw them I was like these are so like these are perfect this is what I want and they came they were like way bigger than I expected them to be I still love them they're really heavy on my ears I'm also really bad at reading reviews online when I buy things, which is my <laughs> own fault for just being lazy. Um, but I mean, they're really nice, like heavy quality earrings. But like, had I actually seen them in person and like held them up, I'm like, man, I wish the, these came in a smaller, mm-hmm. you know, s- or maybe there would have been a smaller size. Yeah, there like something like have... a little bit daintier that fit my like. You know, I don't have Your a giant style. head. <laughs> but you love small things. Yeah. I do. But yeah, no, I think, I mean, obviously we live in Canton, Stark County. It's not big city. It's not uh, rural by any means either. But yeah, we're kind of in the middle of like, we have a lot of chains, but then, you know, we're in a, like a kind of a cool space, like where there's 
local stuff popping up, but it's a lot of restaurants, breweries, bars, but and there's some shops here and there too. But yeah, I think your your shop would fit like a niche that we don't really have here right now um, that I can think of at least. Um, yeah, and you see a lot of boutiques like clothing boutiques that dabble in jewelry that maybe complements an outfit or you know just little accessories that are kind of more like probably wholesale purchased instead of unique um, right. creations. So, so I was just in Tucson. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see. Um, What's your Instagram handle? Uh, shop Tulu. All right. Thank yeah, you is your much. Instagram is your handle across all social? Yes. The same. Yes. And Tulu, Tulu. Facebook is Shop Tulu. And Tulu is T O U L O U. Yes. And okay. it's Tulu Foundry and Goods, technically. The the real name, yes, but I do like the shorter name. Okay. But anyways, I was in Tucson, you know, shopping for the jewelry, and my girlfriend out there said. Uh, that Sundance catalog, if you know, it's Robert Redford's line. I've been adoring it for a decade. Opened a store, and I said, you know, I, what? I have to go. I didn't even know they had stores. And I walked in, and I was like, holy crap! This is exactly what I want to bring to Canton. I didn't know, and it kind of has like an anthropology feel. Because yeah. I'm also going to do clothing, uh, maybe dabble in some clean beauty and things like that, but. Um, so yeah, it was just like, wow, I didn't know I was creating something, modeling after something else. I was kind of disappointed, but then <laughs> I was like, Hey, they're successful. Well, I, I always like to say so, that no ideas, especially in marketing or business is ever original. Right. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that because if you can copy success, then. <laughs> but I love the style, like just from some of the Instagram posts that you've had already, just of the, like when you go shopping and you're looking to outfit your store not only just for the product that you're going to sell but the furniture the display cabinets the you know I'm looking at this no one can see the sconce on your wall right now but like I was just talking about the sconce and like how mm-hmm. that kind of fits in it's like a modern rustic kind of but yep trendy like industrial I don't know I don't know what to like <laughs> all t- that all the like adjectives all this, like the table that we're sitting around right now of like it's got the Wood panel. The wood, and then it's got the, what are those things called? Brackets? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hinges? <laughs> Industrial brackets. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's a super, it's a unique style, and I think that it translates well into kind of the overall look and feel that you're going for, which yeah. I think is super cool. So uh, this this was uh, a later question on my list, but I think it makes sense to jump into it now. You have, like we've been talking about, a very robust Instagram presence. Um, and it's almost to the point of like a blog, which we were talking about a little bit before that I like, I, I enjoy that, that style for a couple of reasons. So what was the thought process for you? Like what made you decide to be so transparent about not only like, here's the jewelry we're getting, but like, here's the struggles that I'm going through, or here's my advice for starting businesses. Um, so why that platform and why did you decide to be so transparent there? Yeah. Well, thank you. First off, um, cause I'm really new to Instagram, but if anybody knows me, I'm an open book, and I could care less uh, what people think of me, so I'm, I'm down to sharing tips and tricks, and if I can help another woman entrepreneur or male, it doesn't have to be woman, but get a start because now they see how to do it, mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic, because I was looking when I first was starting, like, a how-to, give me step one, two, three, tell me what to do, like, the EIN, the LLC, the, all that in the beginning, like, what comes first? I don't know. Crap. <laughs> so that's when, um, you know, after kind of being an influencer for local boutiques, I yeah. was like, I'll just launch this in here because I don't have a website. 
and um, it's working. That was a wink towards me. <laughs> it's coming, guys. It's coming. Um, yeah, so I just want to share what I learn and want to always learn and teach. So Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I love that concept, too, because I've been reading all of these books about marketing recently, and one of the key themes and takeaways from it is always be transparent and always come come at, at it from not the point of a salesman, but the point of a point of view of, as a teacher, um, because that way you actually grow your audience and, and loyal fans a little bit better. So have you gotten, just out of curiosity, I know it's a little bit new and stuff like that, but have you gotten any feedback from anybody on Instagram about like, wow, I really like learned a lot or, or anything like that? Uh, not yet, but you know, when I'm posting the uh, my journey and I tag the uh, business plan or entrepreneurship, I'm definitely getting followers. Right. Oh, yeah, it's a great way, great way to, to grow And that audience. was kind of my strategy, too. Um, hopefully, they'll become customers, but uh, just kind of seeing the followers grow in a new way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a great way to grow organic followers. And, and the whole thing with that is just providing value and providing content that people are going to want to come back to and well, and, it, and look at it cultivates trust too i mean you're oh, being yeah. honest and upfront and open so you're in turn giving people the trust signals needed to make a purchase from you so Hopefully. if you're on you know <laughs> until your website whoever that horrible person is who's not doing the things that they're supposed to be doing <clears throat> Connor. No, that's me. It's Connor. <laughs> I'm building my own website. Right I know. Chelsea. Chelsea. No. Chelsea. Um, no, but until you get there, if you do post, like today you posted that beautiful Moonstone ring. You gave this beautiful backstory. Is it Moonstone? Is that what I... White Buffalo. White, White Buffalo. Buffalo. Damn it. What's Moonstone? Did I make I, that up? No, I posted that before. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I, I, obviously I read it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, but yeah, so you posted about this white buffalo ring, but you've kind of, you've already established those trust signals with your audience, and so even if it's like, hey, you can direct message me and PayPal, and I'll mail this piece to you, then, but there's a comfort level there that comes from buying, even online, that you don't, you know, you're not necessarily getting even in an Etsy shop, because you're not reading that story, you're not following that journey. So I think that that's, um, you know, the in telling your story and opening up yourself and not being um you know there's no secret sauce to entrepreneurship and as the way we've been reading this finally reading this book that connor read a couple of months ago at this point because you know how fast i read um (laughs) but they were talking i mean the book that that ran fishkin book that we were talking about and connor's mentioned before there was a whole thing about when he started his business and he started a blog and he was giving away, like, for, you know, at the time, SEO wasn't something that everyone knew about or even quite understood. And he started this blog, and he's telling everybody how to do SEO. And all these other businesses are kind of like, hey, you know, like, why are you giving away our secrets? Like, we're consultants. We want people to pay us to to do this work for, for the them. secrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're not even giving the secrets away. It's just, you know, you're doing the work. But he just he created this this trust in this brand for himself by being so upfront and open about the work that he was doing and even telling people like, hey, this algorithm changes every day. I'm learning new things every single day. And that's, I mean, and now Moz is a $45 million company that... Right, just from a blog. So let's, uh, let's jump back a little bit. So where, I know you said you started in June, so it's been a little less than a year at this point, um, coming up on the year anniversary, which is exciting. Um, but where are you at in the process right now, and, and what are some of the near future um, plans for Tulu? 
Well, I snicker because... Um, <laughs> Website. La- <laughs> what? <laughs> Website. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, last week was a very stressful week. I've been... Um, had very good luck all along uh, meeting with different people and developing the business. And my one um, kind of wrench in it was not finding a space. Yeah, a physical so, retail. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I want it. It's hard in this area, too, because it's, it it's Canton and there's not like a shopping district. Like downtown kind of closes at night, it kind of closes on the weekends. Yep. Um, you know, I think they're doing a, a pretty good job of starting to. Be a little bit more day, you know, weekend at least. There's, they're opening the, like the pop up, right? Um, flea market type things, um, but there isn't an area besides the mall yeah. that people go to shop or like a random strip mall that's next to a grocery store. And maybe you're like, oh, I'm gonna pop in there and see if they've got a top. Right. Like, that's. I mean, I've 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 been with you as through <laughs> through those different locations and talking through some of the locations. So it was the. I guess what was the thing that happened this week? Yeah. So <laughs> tell me that. So I put an LOI in. I'm just going to keep drinking. I put an LOI in on a space. Amy, what's an LOI? Because I oh, don't know. Oh, sorry. What that means. Letter of intent. Thank oh, okay. You. <laughs> um, so that means you will propose a, a proposal yeah. and then we'll see if I win. So um, in a cute little plaza and really want the space. It's a good. Um, it's a good price. It's a good amount of space. It's not huge. I could fill it. Um, Which and, is, I mean, jewelry's not a big thing. I mean, I know you're going to have well, other clothing items, and but... stuff, yeah, to take up a lot of space. But um, anyway, so I, I get the news that the space is becoming available. Okay. Holy crap. Wow, finally, right? After eight, nine months of looking. Um, well, I also got the news that my store manager has to have emergency surgery next week. Oh, no. And you know, kind of doesn't know the fate of working and the space is becoming available March 1st. And, you know, she's super talented, was going to be a very good asset and may still in the future, but it's, it's so risky now. Right. I don't have anybody to work at. I want to maintain my um, job and not be very irresponsible, I guess. And as a single mom and stop having an income. So I was trying to, yeah, um, maintain the, the full-time job. So anyways, that's kind of where I'm at. And I guess I'm going to launch online and, you know, I just posted my first buy it now on Instagram and let's see how that works. And I'm, I'm kind of, I'm okay with that. I'm fine because there's so much in the retail e-commerce world that I need to learn. I've never been in retail. You know, Mm -hmm. I've been a server at that extreme, that's all I know right. is how to cash somebody out. I don't know, I don't even know how, how to that. set it up and, you know, Kentucky who to work What did I learn there? Yeah. <laughs> it's about the same thing I learned at uh, <laughs> TGI the heater. Fridays. <laughs> how to shut off the heater so you can close the buffet earlier because people stop eating when the food's cold. That's bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was in high school. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so, um, you know, it was, it's, it's all hit hit a wall right now of yeah. what to do but i think so if it's we know okay. a good store yeah runner, <laughs> a decent price no i mean like a oh a worker. Uh, yeah if we know somebody that's got experience in retail has a great personality and good customer service to right. foundry at gmail.com all right there you go listeners you want a job you got it um <laughs> so what about um long-term goals for for tulu where do you see it in the next couple of years 
So, uh, the name. Let me let me first say the name. Oh, yeah. The name is very unique. <laughs> it started off as Silver and Stones, which is awful, I know. But that's how uncreative I am. Um, and just I wanted to be a parent as to what I was selling. Mm-hmm. So then I gave um, the thought of Louis and Louise to Jess, who was going to be the store manager. And... Um, she came back with Tulu because I have Tulus in my life. I have Jackson Lewis and I have Kate Louise that are the world to me. And I'm going to stop talking so I don't cry. Um, but, you know, with the store name, I want to not only teach anybody else how to open a business. I want to teach my kids. Mm-hmm. I, want, I mean, this generation coming up is all about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You don't have to work in corporate America. You don't have to sit behind a desk and a job. You don't college. You don't, like, even, even. Yeah, you don't even have to go to college now. That wasn't the way it was for us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, aside from fulfilling a dream for myself and giving my community u- unique shopping experiences, I want the kids to work it. I want, you know, Kate went to Tucson with me and saw how many hours it took and how your feet hurt at the end of the day of shopping and the relationships you have to build, and all that she now knows. So, mm-hmm. anyways, long-term goals aside from wanting the kids to work it and experience all that, I, you know, don't know if I'm going to be in Canton my whole life. I want something that I can travel with, mm-hmm. and I have friends all over the country, so why not have multiple stores? I mean, that would be, if you were asking me my ideal dream. Yeah, like franchise. I've got it, franchise too. a Tulu all yeah. over the place. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, and that I mean, what you talked about before really resonates with me. My my grandpa founded um, Rentware, the company I work at, in 1972 when my dad was just 12 years old, and his older brothers are a couple of years older than him. And from the day that company was founded, when my dad was 12, they worked at Rentware in some capacity every day of their mm-hmm. life until now. And mm-hmm. now I'm there, um, third generation, I'm working there too. So it's definitely something that I like understand completely and i i'm so grateful to my grandpa for what he did because if he wouldn't have done that and taken that risk all the way back then like i wouldn't be able to have the life that i lead now who knows where we would be um but yeah it's that's really um awesome because i think my dad learned so much from his dad about the business and now i'm learning so much and it's just an amazing thing to kind of pass down through the family and a, a gift that not every parent passes on to their kids which is fine but you know, I, I, I really, I'm going to cry too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that but is, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. So that's, that's super cool. Um, so we already kind of talked about, um, your Instagram presence, um, and stuff like that, but, um, what other ways are you currently marketing Tulu or what ways, um, <laughs> do you want to start marketing Tulu, um, maybe in the, in the near future? So something silly, I laugh. <laughs> I just got business cards. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so it's got a little code on the back for coupon in the future. Nice. But um, yeah, I was like, I'm talking to people and I'm telling them the name and I know it's hard to spell and nobody, you know, that's got its own challenges, but I'm like, I just need to, well, and you needed a business card. You didn't need, but it helped in the trade shows. Oh yeah. Yeah, Um, definitely. (laughs) So, but honestly just a simple business card to give people and tell them to go like Instagram or Facebook and, Mm -hmm. you know, follow along on the journey and shop when you can. Um, you know, currently just spreading the word and with my network and the people I know, I meet new people every day at the foundation. So if I have the opportunity, I am spreading the word. Right. Um, I just met with Rick that 
manages or owns the Glenmore magazine. Okay. And the up and coming Lake Cable magazine, which is pretty cool. Um, his whole story about creating a community inside the neighborhood and telling a story, mm-hmm. you know, so that's in the future. But besides Instagram and the business card, <laughs> I think that's about all I can handle right now. No, and that's that's fair. I mean, starting a business is about more than just marketing. So, you know, you have so many things you have to juggle plus your your other life. Um, so I get that too. But the good news um, with you, I think, is that you're so well connected, like you said, and you're, you are meeting new people every day and you're willing to not be relentless, but, you know, be <laughs> open, be passionate, pers- be passionate. Pa- you're passionate and you're persistent. And like, if you meet someone and you're like, and you're like, like you, you are such a great, like you can talk to anyone. And that's, I mean, never met a stranger. Well, yeah. Me or my dad. <laughs> that's like one of those things. Like I talk about our friendship and how you and I became friends and now I'm getting weepy. <laughs> But, like, the way our, you know, we met because our kids went to school together, right. and we happened to be in school. Our kids, the school at the time, at pick-up and drop-off, you would really, at, at pick-up time, you would stand out on this curb, sidewalk. Um, Ridiculous. And wait for <laughs> but. your kids to come out. But and, and the school has changed. We actually moved buildings, and now it's just a car line. No one talks to anybody. Right. And if that had been today, I don't know that I would... Right. You know, besides the fact that our kids were in class together, um, and they're both good kids, and they probably, even though they're a year apart, would have been come, become friends somehow. Um, but that's that was the the basis of our friendship was just standing on a on a sidewalk outside of a school, and I was new to town, and I heard you talking, and I was like, oh, hello, <laughs> I don't know anyone, I don't have any friends, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, just your ability to, you make connections, you find that, you, you have that personality type, which I don't have. I would have stood in the sidewalk in silence. Yeah, I'm not shy. Yeah, like I would have, I would have been bad. that mom that was just still standing there. I think maybe I was pregnant at the time. That you was were. appealing for people mm-hmm. to like want right. to talk to you when you're pregnant. <laughs> Rub your belly. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, but, you know, so that, that helped. That made me a little bit more approachable because I don't necessarily think I have the most like approachable personality to begin with. But you talk to me and we've been friends ever since and I'm happy that so many different pieces of my life are here, especially here in Canton. You're shut up, Chelsea. Stop, Stop crying. I was like, you're my family here. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but you are. I mean, mm-hmm. your family's my family and I'm I'm excited. I'm happy that you're here. I'm not gonna get emotional. <laughs> All right. All right. So, I love you too. Keep going. <laughs> Let me reel this one back. Um, <laughs> Chelsea just drink some more champagne. Oh yeah. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this it's is fun. Early. It's early. <laughs> Drunk crying marketing. Drunk crying. It is early, guys. Well, I mean, it's only lunchtime. Well, but. let me yeah. ask. Um, you you asked me what my current marketing strategies are. I'm not. This is not by profession what I do. What yeah. should I? What else could well, I do? No, I should I? You're marketers. <laughs> well, I was about to say, like, you know, I, my next question said, what are your future plans? And I was thinking, like, why don't Chelsea and I be of some value here and think yeah. about what, <laughs> think about some things that, that would work really well for you. Um, the, the one thing that I think of when I think about um, clothing and jewelry um, and stuff like that is influencers, even if they're just micro-influencers in the community. And by mic- mic- micro-influencers, I just mean, like, people with 200 followers on Instagram, but ten, like, but 10 of them are posting pictures of their rings I think of someone like, like Barb Abbott, who's doing a Canton food tour, who's standing there mm-hmm. wearing a gorgeous necklace or, or like a, a ring. Tonight. 
Or like me tonight at the yeah. Wind Chime Ball wearing something that Amy's going to make sure I look pretty in. Yeah. yeah. And she's going to do my hair. So but it, yeah, I mean, that I think that would be a... Right. A great... You're so well-connected in the community. I mean, you, you're connected to those community influencers um, to begin with, so getting those people on board. And it did, like a lot of people think about influencer, influencer marketing, and they think, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to pay this person oodles and oodles of money and give them all these products. But I think if we're just going to start local here, like, you're using your connections is, would be a really great place to start. Um, I got a gift for you, too. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, then I'll post it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a big thing in 2019 that I see all the time is micro influencers and just like using yeah. a lot of them. So that's that's one thing I would think about. Another thing that I would think about is video, um, making sure you're just even if it's just cell phone videos of like you talking about your business or like you know just like an unboxing of a new product or something like that mm-hmm. um, that comes through or you could you know hire a videographer and do like a whole brand overview if, if you want to like do like a launch type mm-hmm. deal but any sort of video and motion um, that you can incorporate both on Instagram and on a website that may or may not you exist do you do video <laughs> do I do video <laughs> kind of <laughs> Um, I could give you some pointers for like cell phone videos and stuff like that, but <laughs> I think those two, um, would definitely be the, the first things that I think of when I think about like retail and, and product bands and obviously photography too. Um, yeah. we talked about your light box earlier, so making sure you're getting really great photos, um, because all of that's very important. Chelsea. I think that's one of the, I think that's a standout thing that makes or breaks a blog, um, whether it's a foodie blog or jewelry, clothing, whatever it is, you see what the boutiques you know, the ones that, that make it and seem to have the understanding of, of what people want to see on Instagram, especially is you've got the outfit and it's laid out and the, you know, the pants are laid out and the, everything's kind of styled nicely. It's on a, a nice backdrop. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Um, I've seen that. And I mean, I, I am a huge fan of anything on white in general, anything mm-hmm. with a clean background. Mm-hmm. I, I love. Um, but, you know, or you've got somebody who's made a recipe and they lay out our friend Liz, who does a, a really great job of putting out a cutting board and a, t- a dish towel and a plate. And if I did that, it would just look like I forgot to clean up my table because <laughs> I just don't have that gift of like visualizing, <laughs> visualizing and, and photography and composition. But, um, you know, putting that, making sure the composition is there with your photographs and with video. We were just talking with somebody at work about the... Um, they have dresses, and they're dresses for little girls, and, um, like, Easter dresses and pageant dresses, so. Um, but we were talking about video, because it's so hard on a white background to just have a, you know, you've got somebody standing there wearing a dress, but if you've got a video and somebody can actually see what that dress is going to look like walking towards the camera, or, you know, this is the way the skirt's going to ruffle or billow, um, there's just a lot to be said about the motion of things. So I think video is a, a huge piece for you, you know, whether it's jewelry or clothing. And like, I did do that little video on my ring. Didn't yeah, you yeah. did the video. Yeah. So yeah. My, my thought, and I recommended this for a company down in South Carolina where I did a scorecard for them at, at the Cartridge Group, my previous job. But one of my things that I like for little boutiques, especially if you're doing clothes and jewelry, is to do like a quick like vertical like phone video where you're just wearing a top and like a necklace or something like and talking about how the necklace goes really great with this top and you could wear this out on date night or or something like that. So it's just like a minute, 30 second video. But I think that stuff is really engaging and helps people when they're like, 
they can actually see it being worn and they're being told like oh these two pieces match together and stuff like that i think that's a really great idea and I, and one thing that i'm like kind of starting to think about is every company is kind of uh in 2019 is a is a media company that sells jewelry or is a media company that uh rents uniforms in my case or something like like that so just keep and you're doing a great job already but keep documenting everything you know and sharing that um with the with the world because i think that's a really great way to build an audience um both locally and um nationally so hopefully we gave you some some decent tips um there (laughs) um so so what, you know, I know we were talking a little bit before this, um, and you kind of already mentioned a couple of bumps in the road, but what, and I'm sure you've learned a lot, but what have you learned throughout this process? Well, <laughs> this, as this, we look at your notebook, over yeah, there. <laughs> right. this kind of sums it up. So I was talking with um, Jess that was going to run this, and I said, you know, you're the talented. She makes jewelry. She's a yoga instructor. She makes cakes. I mean, this girl's got so much talent, it's ridiculous. And I said, why are you not doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you not forming this boutique? And, you know, she just admitted, she's like, I, I work better for somebody than for myself. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, fast forward eight, nine months, or however long it's been, seven months, I can tell you why people don't start businesses. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my well, there's that like the statistic of like you know whatever percentage of small businesses or any business that starts fails within the first three years or whatever, and it's because it's it's not easy. There's yeah. perseverance and, and there's, there's planning. Like I, I've went. You guys, I've listened to so many podcasts. I've went to f- trainings in you know been present for trainings, and there's so much value in making a business plan, mm-hmm. and I. I'm still working on mine, and it's like my arch nemesis, and it's I a hate long it. document, right? Yeah, it's, but yeah. It, it it's your Bible. Yeah, and I feel like you know because I keep getting told, well, one out of ten business, boutiques succeed, or whatever the statistic is. Don't quote me on that. Um, we but, don't we don't ever have a yeah, right. statistics <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> but what you know, low percentage um, succeed. But I wonder if they've actually taken a year and planned it. Like, right. Do you yeah. know what you want to do in your marketing? Do you know who your audience is? Do you know, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, I guess that's what I've done is taken some time. And I like to say, you know, don't go to lunch alone. <laughs> go talk with somebody that can teach you just one nugget, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what my little business journey blog thing is about is just get one nugget from everything and so i've learned 65 nuggets i think i have (laughs) to teach yeah so i mean i don't want to go into specifics because i'll talk and talk and talk but no yeah that's i mean i think the big takeaway there is what have you learned that starting a business is really hard and you have to work and work and work at it every single day and there's no days off right right? Right. no (laughs) And like, I love it. I mean, and you I, can't overplan. You yeah. can't over. You can't be too prepared. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you can definitely be underprepared. And that's the other thing. Since, like you just said, if the fact that you have to work and work and work at it, you have to love it. Because if you didn't mm-hmm. love what you were doing, this you wouldn't have made it to month seven. You know, right. <laughs> you would have stopped after month two because yeah. you would have hated it. So. Yeah. <laughs> So have a passion um, for what you're doing, obviously, if you're going to start that business. Make sure 
this is something that even on the darkest days and everything seems like it's failing, you're like, I still am passionate about this because I love it and this is why, you know. So I think that's that's really great advice. Um, which leads me to my <laughs> to my next question is is what advice would you give to to other entrepreneurs, be it like something really specific, like don't get a lawyer for your naming rights, which I think I, I read in one of your um, Instagram posts or to the broad, um, always have a plan or something like that. Right. You want specific or you want general? Because I'm, again, snickering because my before comment would have been if you have a passion and you want to create a business, just freaking do it. Yeah. Don't think about it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And then tell somebody. And then tell more people. Because I'm going to tell you, as soon as I started telling people, I'm like, crap, i got to really do this. Right. <laughs> like, I'm now telling people, you know, I am just said to my colleague on Friday, I'm like, I am so nervous about this one stupid Instagram post that says, Tulu's coming soon in 2019, and now it may not come in 2019. Mm -hmm. Because in my mind, that was a storefront. But today I just launched my first product online that you can buy. So technically, I made it. It's here. (laughs) But um, yeah, don't don't think about it and just do it. And I was trying to find the, the... best-selling book that is just opening eye-opening to that concept is he says do it now figure it out later Mm -hmm. and don't try and figure it out in the beginning because you're never going to do it Mm -hmm. you don't know what you don't know and you can't have everything planned out in the beginning and like you said with the with the business plan i'm sure that's a document that you're going back to and editing and adding to and all the time which is why i'm sure that it's it's taken you to this point because every day like you said if you've learned 65 new things and you have to figure out a way to incorporate those and each time when you learn something new um i will give one other tip that's in the journey that i think is probably the most powerful i've had um and i think they're across the nation is score you heard of score mm-hmm. they're uh, um they used to be claimed to fame as the retired executive that will help you launch a business nonprofit. and i used to work with them at a nonprofit i ran um but i reached back out to my score counselor and you know and then reached out to another one in specific areas he's marketing and then i just reached out to another that is in finance mm-hmm. i created a cash flow statement what? <laughs> yeah. That's the side that I, I have was trying no to idea. Google cash flow statement, yeah. and what I had and what she did completely polar opposite. I've never even heard of a cash flow statement. Right. So. I mean, it is what it is. It's what cash is coming in and out every month, but it's you know strategic and based on numbers and yeah, yeah. So, anyways, score. If you, I okay. know you got one in your community. If not, they'll they'll travel. They're Retired executive now, still working executives that will help you for free develop your business. Cool. Yeah, that's really great advice. I didn't even realize that was a, that yeah, was a real right thing. Right there up at Kent State at Stark. Okay. They're located, yeah. Yes. wonder if there's someone who help us get a podcast off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've managed that. <laughs> well. well, it's off the ground, I guess. Um, yeah, no. I... It's in the cloud. <laughs> yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> 
That's why I'm here, folks. It's <laughs> the only reason they invite me. <laughs> so that's kind of the end of our uh, our question list for you. Is there anything else um, that we kind of didn't touch on, or anything else that you'd like to like to talk about um, with Tulu, or any other advice? Did you, you wanna... give us? Did you do your full elevator pitch? Did you? I have one. I don't know. I know you, you want did. me to pitch it? Kind of. Yeah. Still a work in progress. This is the one I circled though. A sexy, classy, on-trend boutique saving you time on the hunt and making you feel amazing and confident. Sexy, classy? Hell yeah, I'm in. Uh, Featuring, it goes on, if you want to. Go ahead. Featuring handmaids, sterling silver jewelry, and on-trend big city fashion. Perfect. So I have a book for you to read. Um, (laughs) It's called, uh, and that's that um, statement, like, reminded me of the one-liner that I just created for Rentware that says, like, what we do and who we help and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, I have a book for you to read. It's called um, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, Um, and it takes you through a step-by-step process of putting your customer as the hero and you're the guide who's going to get them to where they want to be. By who? Uh, Donald Miller. I'll just give you the book. Or I'll give to I'm going to need it on Audible. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Donald Miller. Um, but it, it really helped me. And it basically, it has a guide that comes along with it. So after every chapter, he's like, okay, now go to your guide and fill out this part of the story and this part of the story. So it was really, really helpful for me to try to clarify um, our brand. And since you're kind of going through this process um, right now, that would be a great cool. one for you to read as well. Thank you. Um but yeah, no, I love that elevator pitch. I love the, the word choices in it. It was like yeah. automatically like your ears perked up when the second word was sexy. Yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> um, and that's so, like, if that's your brand, like own that because that's awesome. Um, so yeah, I think uh, unless you have anything else you want to tell us about Tulu. Um, well, I mean, I would just share one other tip sure. that I think has really helped me along the way and like this podcast will help others is listening to podcasts. I mean, I don't, there's not a time of dead space, and that's kind of what I like. But in the morning, I'm listening to a podcast. In the car, I'm listening to a podcast. At the evening, or book on tape. <laughs> Audiobook. Audiobook. <laughs> Showing my age. But um, for if you're opening a boutique, uh, Christy Wright has a great one called Business Boutique. Emily Benson has a great one. She's got great personality. It's called Boost Your Boutique. And uh, um, the side hustle podcast by chris little bow i can i don't know how to pronounce his last name <laughs> Wait, well when we have a website we'll reference all of those podcasts yeah put them in the show notes below yeah yeah i'm I'll pointing say, like i'm on a youtube video yeah. i'm like pointing below give us a right. like i'm gonna ring a bell um <laughs> no i think that's great you know i remember you were one of the people you turned me on to the how i built this um podcast on npr which i a big npr fan but for some reason in my drive time or life when i'm not listening to it was always when that podcast would be on so i went out of my way to start listening to it um i think it was the spanx one was the one that you was just gonna say she deserves every penny yeah and that was, it's, you, you know, you kind of start to, like, you respect these people so much more. Was it the, like, Method people we were just listening to the other day on, like, the Method soap brand? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and again, kind of that same thing. It was, like, when you see a joking video or, like, on a TV show and, like, somebody writes a book and they just, like, it was actually on the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, the Netflix show, because you guys read books and I just watch TV. Um, <laughs> but I listen to books. <laughs> 
Either way, I'm still watching Netflix. Um, but she wrote a book, and she, like, went to all these bookstores, and she was, like, secretly just, like, putting it on shelves at bookstores <laughs> for people <laughs> to buy. But, I mean, it's that's... like the Spanx lady. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. it reminded me of this. I thought about the Spanx lady, and she was like, yeah, if you're not going to give me a display in your store, I'm just going to put my shit out there, and yeah. someone's going to buy it. And hopefully, you know, you can send a ring to Oprah, and it becomes on her favorite things list, and then you're just fucking golden. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's the ultimate influencer. <laughs> <laughs> If you get Oprah on board, you're good. Um, but yeah, no, always be learning. There I mean, weren't enough swears in this post, this podcast. I is that to, why you bumped it up a bit? I had to bump it up. Yeah. yeah. Shit. It was anyway. Too, we were just, I said crap way too much. <laughs> we're, yeah. We are marked explicit, so yeah, we're allowed I to. I forgot about that. E. Yep, we're allowed, we're to, allowed to. allowed to say shit. But yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things, too. And it's not podcasts for me. It's books. Um, I've been I've read, I think, like six or seven business slash marketing books in the past, like, three months, um, which is something well, that I... read the 50 ways to... What is that? That's the one I was trying to find. I don't know. I'll I'll read it though if you. Or, if we, yeah. yeah, we can talk about it um, after the after the recording. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always looking for a good new uh, n- new book. And like Chelsea knows, I, as I always as soon as I learn something, I'm like, oh, gotta imp- gotta write that article that he told me to write. Gotta implement this. Gotta implement that. So yeah, I feel like it's done a ton for you at work, and I I appreciate how you can read something and and naturally find a way to apply it to either your work at Rentware, the podcast, right, just life in general, and. I mean, yeah, that's it's fun. That's an admiring quality that like, sometimes I just read a book. Like, I want to read a book, and I just want to not have to think about anything. So yeah. I appreciate you reading that David Sedaris book that I gave you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's always be learning, especially if you're uh, trying to start a business, because any any little nugget of information, whether it's 65 nuggets or just one, um, <laughs> is is great and something that you're going to be able to take home and use. So. I think uh, I think on that note, um, Amy, we really appreciate you um, sitting down with us and, and sharing some of your knowledge. I feel like we, could do a, we, we might have to do a follow up on this one. Yeah, we can see where Tulu is Sweet. in the next like year, couple months, or something like that. So just let us know. Um, we're always happy to have you back. But but we really, really appreciate you being here. Um, and I, we, I think we all learned a lot. So that yeah. was fun. Thank anyway, you. this is Drunk Marketing. I'm Connor. I'm Chelsea. And Amy. Cheers. Cheers.